Hi, welcome to Solopreneur Episode 2, where we're talking about productivity with Courtney Hopper. Courtney is a real estate broker, a writer, and she was in a band. We are so excited to have her. Courtney, can you hear us okay? I can. I can. Thank you so very much, Paula. So tell us how you wear so many hats and a little bit about yourself and how you came to New York. Sure. So I, um, I'm from a small town in Michigan. My parents have 10 acres on a lake with horses next door. Totally beautiful. Um, a little quiet for me. Uh, I came to New York many, many years ago to go to New York University. Um, and upon graduation, just loved New York so much and decided to stay. Um, over the years, I was the lead singer in a band um, and uh, enjoyed that That's very, so cool. very much. It's so fun um, until I thought it was time to do something else. Uh, and I entered the field of real estate about 13 years ago. Um, with a firm called Cooper & Cooper. It's a small boutique uh, residential firm in the city, and it was an amazing fit. I love, love, love uh, the company. Our office is in the New York Times building, uh, sweeping views of Manhattan. It's absolutely lovely. Uh, and I also uh, am a writer. Um, I have a website and, and like to share um, information about work-life balance, aligning, uh, you know, your vision with the way that you uh, live your every day. Um, and I'm happy to be here and to chat with you. Uh, we're so happy to have you. This is episode two. So this is great. Well, how, I mean, wearing those many hats, Courtney, how do you define your priorities for the day? I think um, I define my priorities by what's going to give me the most impact um, in right. terms of, you know, business, in terms of life. Um, I try not to, honestly, I, I have a lot of different things going on, but at any one time, I try not to take up, uh, uh, take on too much. I think that knowing sort of what to focus on and what you can kind of leave behind is really, really important. Um, and so I think that I'll kind of look at the landscape of what needs to be done, um, open up my beautiful planner <laughs> that I love yes. so very much. I love organization. I love, uh, I love planning tools um, and kind of look at the schedule and say, okay, where can all of these different pieces fit and then try to follow through. Um, I think that that piece is important. I do kind of a weekly ritual of sitting down with my calendar, reconfirming appointments, looking at everything that has to happen that week, um, and then filling in uh, the calendar with my to-do items um, so that I know sort of what the week is gonna look like. And hopefully on Friday, I'm happy with, you know, with how things turned out. Yeah, and I think I actually agree with you. I think writing is such a powerful tool. And I mean, I do think digital and putting things in your calendar, but there's something powerful about taking out a planner and going through what today's objective is and where you need to be on Friday, I think is super important. So walk us through your 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 day, Courtney. Uh, so I am a mom. I'm a mom of two little boys uh, who are five and seven. So they're kindergarten and first grade. So that's a piece of the puzzle. Um, so typically, I, uh, I like to start the day before uh, everybody gets up. I, I typically get up around six or so. I pour myself a cup of coffee. I'll go for a run. I live right by Central Park um, or do some yoga or some other kind of movement. Um, I'll listen to something perhaps that is inspirational. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of um, audio books to kind of get my mind in the right place. Um, right. And then once the kids get up, I'm kind of ready to give them breakfast and 
usher them off to school before starting my work day. So um, I think that that morning um, is a really great time to kind of set the intention for the day and make sure that I don't wake up kind of harried. I used to wake up with the kids just being inundated with their noise and what they needed. And I think that taking a little bit of time to say, this is what you know I need to kind of feel like I'm starting off the day on a right foot um, has been really, really, really helpful in terms of um, you know making the day flow as best it can. Um, so once they go off to school, I will get on the phone. Um, my day pretty much consists of talking with clients, um, you know, visiting different apartments throughout the city, um, you know, with with them doing research, um, you know, writing an article or two. So that's kind of the 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 bulk of the day. Um, I do try to be very uh, cognizant of time management. It's something that I'm very very passionate about. Um, right. And so I like to be done with my day um, uh, around maybe four um, or five o'clock. So it doesn't go too, too long. Um, we eat dinner as a family um, every evening. And then it's the bedtime routine. And then my husband and I will just kind of hang out in the evening, um, watch a little TV <laughs> or yes, we'll play a no. game or have a glass of wine and, you know, spend some time together. I try very hard to get everything done during that like core, you know, part of the work day from like, you know, eight to eight thirty AM until about four or five. Yeah. And I think that so to be productive, I think you have to have somewhat of a layout of your day, which is hard during this whole uh, pandemic where we're all at home together. Do you have any suggestions while we're all at home together, um, how to prioritize time during this I mean, I think it's really, I think it's, it's, it's harder and it's easier in different ways for folks who are sort of solopreneurs, right? Entrepreneurs. I think that, um, because, you know, I don't have anyone. I mean, one of the great things about what we do, um, what I do is that I don't have someone telling me what I need to do with myself during the day, right? That is part of why I am in business for myself, um, because I desperately wanted freedom Um, over my time, my life. That was number one uh, to me when starting out in a a new career many, many years ago. Um, And so the good thing is that we can look at our day now and say, okay, what is it going to look like? Um, I'm spending a phenomenal amount of time with my kids. And I, and I, I have the luxury in this moment of saying, all right, you know, so we might not be quite as productive as, um, you know, when business resumes as normal, um, but I'm taking it as kind of a gift and, and an opportunity to really um, be present, you know, learn some of those things that um, I've always been meaning to learn, how to spend focused time, you know, really with the people that I love. Um, I've been baking bread. I've been doing things that have nothing awesome. to do with business. However, right. I think that life is kind of, you know, for entrepreneurship um, specifically, I think that life um, matters, Right. The more the more that I feel fulfilled, the more productive I am when I'm with my clients Um, and the more I can engage with them and the more of myself that they see. And, you know, as entrepreneurs, we are our brand. Right. Like we are walking representations of our professional life. And so, you know, kind of digging in deep to, you know, whatever positive can come out of this experience, I think, is actually going to make my business thrive um, in strange and interesting ways, right? I, I think it's different if you are working for a company 
that says, here's what you have to do today. This needs to be turned in by five o'clock or what have you. And you're right. trying to really have a normal office life at home. Um, you know, I, I think that that may be more difficult. And I think that the skills that make us really good entrepreneurs um, may sort of help us through this time. Um, you know, that's this challenging because you've had to learn how to kind of balance, um, you know, different elements. Right. So um, I don't know what the advice would be for someone just working, you know, corporate um, during this time, because I, I don't envy that position to feel like you have such a load. Right. I feel very free in that in that regard. Right. I think solopreneurs, too, I mean, like you said, we, nobody's telling us if, if we don't choose to make money and we don't choose to get out there and do our business, then we won't make anything. You know, we can just sit around and do nothing or we can make it a, a, a productive time. And I think you're right that for entrepreneurs during this time, I think it's not as stressful in the sense of productivity because it's you know it depends on what you do you know but you're still your day if it's something digital or a service your day is very similar now do you now I, mean, I would actually one one note though that I will I will chime in with I think that during this time and any time I think it's important to know what you need mm-hmm. and to make that a priority and to ask for it a lot of people let's say that are um you know, in a family, let's say, situation, um, you know, I have to say to my husband, you are now in charge for the next couple of hours. I'm taking the computer. I'm going to make calls. I'm going to do this. And I need to carve out that space. Um, oh, yeah. and, and if you don't make that a priority, if you don't communicate with the people that you're with what is important to you and what you need, then it's going to be really hard for you to get it. So I think that being very clear when you do need that time, when you do need to be productive, um, you know, and communicating with those around you um, to make uh, to make that happen. Yeah, and I have a question. A lot of you know audiobooks I've listened to have always talked about the morning time. Almost have a, do you have a magical time of the day? So for me, I would say I agree somewhat that if you don't start your morning off right, but I've heard a lot of people say, well, my magical time is in the afternoon. That's when I'm the most productive. So mm-hmm. do you believe there is a magical time of the day? And do you believe everyone has like the same magical time? I think, you know, I, I wouldn't speak for everybody. I do think that people have different rhythms. I know people that are amazing at night. Like they just light up. They love the evening. You know, that right. is when they can be focused. That's when they have the energy. I am not that person. You give me a task at 10 p.m., it's going to be really hard for me to accomplish it with any kind of, um, you know, with any kind of uh, professionalism. It's really hard for me to operate at that time of day. Some people just, they're alive. And so I think that just looking at, yes, your day, your rhythm and figuring out what makes sense for you. um, And part of it is when you can have, uh, you know, dedicated, focused time, preferably without a lot of distractions. Um, you know, you have to have time in your day to look at your to-do list and be able to focus on the things that are important to you without being, um, you know, called to do other things, called for emergencies, you know, have additional things pop up. I think that's why I feel like, you know, early morning or evening is tends to be best for people just because then, you know, you don't have a lot of um, you know, phone calls that, that tear you away from something that you were, you know, really, really uh, giving your full attention to. Um, right. But yeah, I think it's different for everybody. 
Yeah, and I I think the same thing. I'm not a morning person. I'm quite likely the devil before coffee. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't think you want to talk to me before coffee. But at the same time, I, I do think that I can be productive in the morning. Like you said, if you're sitting time aside, like I need two hours to make calls and to focus on this. Now, that being said, I'm kind of a one even though I'm a mom too, I feel like I'm a one task person. How many hours a day do you find yourself multitasking? And do you find multitasking to really be productive? I, I don't. My idea of multitasking is like walking through Central Park while I'm on the phone call with a client. Okay. <laughs> I'm All right. getting right. some fresh air and I'm also doing, you know, what I need to do. I'm on the phone quite often. And I find that right. just like, you know, enjoying, uh, you know, the atmosphere uh, is a nice way to multitask. But I actually think that it's best to focus on what you're focusing on and to get it done and get it done well and then move on. Um, right. and, I, and I also feel like um, being pulled in various directions or trying to do a lot at once, it tends to get, um, you know, messy. Um, yes. And it doesn't feel as good. Like I, I really want um, my life, I want my work life to feel, you know, energized and to feel good. And when I'm pulled in too many directions or I'm trying to take on too much in one, in one sitting, um, then it, it, it doesn't feel that way, right? I feel crazed. So um, that's actually another reason why I like morning because it feels good to know that something super important is done. And then everything else that I do throughout the day, I feel more empowered. I feel more relaxed because I don't have this thing weighing on me that I know that I need to do that I haven't done yet. So I'm right. very big on like tackling the things that are important um, right. in a focused manner so that then I feel more free for all the other things that need to be put into, you know, in, into my life. Right. And I think, you know, it's very hard when you have a lot of things going on. And I think multitasking can end up being nightmarish, too. I mean, it's true that as a solopreneur, you really are multitasking. But I do think that in a lot of wave, you know, like on a lot of issues and wavelengths, you just can't do it all at once. It's just it's not going to be that productive and something's going to go haywire. Now, talking about that, email is one of the things that I struggle with the most, Courtney. I have five email accounts for five different things. And not that people are just emailing me every second, but I have a hard time prioritizing that. How often do you check your email and do you have a rule about checking email? See, this is something that I'm going to um, break away from some of the things I've been saying about being focused and about like, you know, I, I, I am in an industry where I need to be accessible. I just, right. I must be accessible and I can't do like an email in the morning and an email check it in the afternoon. Like it just does not work. Um, right. So I'm honestly constantly on my phone seeing if something urgent has popped up. Um, because something does, like in, in my line of work, um, things pop up that are time sensitive and they have to be dealt with and someone needs to know that I'm highly responsive. Um, now that looks like I'll scroll through my email, um, I'll delete anything that's trash or junk or spam, um, I'll see if there's anything super important that I need to attend to, and then, you know, I will uh, sort of disregard it. Um, or, you know, I'll, I'll go back to doing whatever tasks I was doing if nothing is super urgent. 
Um, so if, uh, if nothing is super urgent, then I'll sit down later at my computer, make sure that my inbox is totally empty. I have a totally empty inbox, <laughs> um, right. which feels really good. I love that you're all caught up, you know, uh, the sign that I get on my, on my inbox when everything has been dealt with. Um, but, <laughs> right. uh, yes, but I do check it quite often. Um, right. and, uh, and I can't really, but I think that there are, there are certain professions where it's really not urgent. Nothing is going to come up that's a fire. Nothing is going to come up. And then I think it really makes sense to spend dedicated time, you know, sitting down, looking at your email, responding to people in a thoughtful way. You know, anything that you need to do that comes out of that email session, you're writing down in your planner, you know, do this, do that, so you don't forget later. Um, I think that that dedicated time, dedicated time for anything, I think is really important. Yeah. And I would say, you know, that's the one thing that every industry is different. But like for me, I think I should be checking my emails twice a day. What I found recently is that I'm just constantly looking at emails and I don't find it productive. I find that I'm getting this is what gets me off track. My emails, mm -hmm. I'll read it and I'll be so I mean, now there's things that I should read. Like yesterday, I read somebody had hacked one of my accounts from Russia. So um, oh, that's <laughs> exciting. Right. I get, I get hacked from the strangest countries. It's very strange. Um, so I, I was upset because it was a connection to my podcast. And so I was like, wow, this is, this is disturbing. But that is one of the things that sets me off track. Mm -hmm. And do you have anything that gets you off track with your productivity? I mean, I sure there's a lot now that we all work from home, but let's just say going back to pre COVID-19, what was the one thing that would get you off track? So, yeah, I think, I think, um, I think that there's a couple of things that can get you off track. One uh, is a very simple spending time in the office and, and, and chitter chattering with people. I think that right. getting, you know, that, that I, I try very hard to separate when I am working and when I am socializing, right? Because right. I want my workday to be focused. Um, right. And so it becomes hard when then you become engaged in conversations with people that have nothing to do with business. Um, and you kind of veer off and then you realize, oh my goodness, it's been a half an hour, 45 minutes, or I was supposed to do this thing and I haven't done it yet. I think the other thing that gets me off track with what I intend to do is new business, um, which is a great, great thing to be sidetracked with because it means right. that you're growing. It means that you're developing. It means that, you know, um, somebody needs something from you and you need to start a new project and that's great. Um, however, it also means that now I'm sometimes pulled away from something else that's important that I was supposed to be doing. Um, and that does happen for me. There, there are times when my whole day um, is completely disrupted with something that must be handled today. <laughs> and that's just right. how it goes. So I think that for me, the way that I handle that is just, again, by going back, by looking at my workload, by putting everything in when I know that I'll have time to do it and not procrastinate. Um, right. I'm very, I, I really, like my kids even will say, I hate the word later. I hate it. Um, oh, I'll right. do it later. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, there's nothing going on this morning. So <laughs> I can push that to this afternoon and I'll sit here and, you know, scroll Instagram for, you know, <laughs> a while first. Right. I'm not a fan of that because if it's almost always guaranteed that then later something is going to happen that I'm going to need to attend to and I don't have the time. Um, right. So I feel like attacking things that are of high priority proactively um, really mm -hmm. helps when something does come up 
and I, I have to just totally clear my calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay because everything that I was supposed to do, I already did. Um, and that feels, that feels good. Right. And, and I, you know, I, I would say the one thing I'm going to ask you about, what is the one thing that you think holds everybody back from being productive and moving forward? For me, I think it's the issue we're kind of talking about here is time management with productivity is the key thing. I can find myself, like I said, checking emails that are unnecessary, could have waited to the end of the day. There's nothing I can do for the, the person that's emailing me, or it's an issue that's really non-related to me, but they're emailing me about it and I have to send it whoever the correct person um, mm-hmm. I volunteer for a couple of things and I found myself overwhelmed by you know saying this isn't an email for me I can't do anything about it so the one thing I think for me is time management which I feel like productivity goes together but what would you say is probably the one thing that holds people back from being the most productive I think um, I think that what holds people back from from growing and from becoming the, the, the business, you know, person that they could be. Um, I think that there's two things. I think that one is um, a fear or a, a need for everything to be perfect before you move forward with something. Yeah. I think that that is a big, big thing where a lot of people get stuck in thinking and pondering and wondering and you know, um, consulting with other people and their opinions. And I think that just yeah. saying, this is what I'm gonna do and starting to do it, <laughs> just right. do it and be focused and do it. I think that that's one really big thing that people get stuck, um, uh, where people get stuck is not enough action, too much thinking and thought and not enough action. I think that um, two, I think that one of the things that can help with that is being very, very hungry for advice, for knowledge, for, you know, books or mentors or, you know, I've I've mentioned podcasts, Audible. I think that when you're starting a business or when you're growing a business, there's going to be a lot of things that you do not know how to do. Um, And if you know how to do all of them before you start then I kind of feel like you'll never really get going. Um, so kind of saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then very actively um, searching for the information that you need and for the support that you need to get things going. I think that once you, you feel confident because you have a track record of doing and having it be you know, successful and having little wins and thinking, okay, I thought that was going to be tough and I managed you know, to make that happen, I think that that is... Um, a way to build momentum, to build your confidence, to build movement. And with every win that you have, you get a little bit better, you learn a little bit more, and then you're kind of off and rolling. And I think that um, expecting to launch something, or at the outset, having something look as professional, let's say, as somebody else who's been doing it for 20 years, is not realistic. Um, And I think that it holds people back from like really doing the work. Um, and just kind of diving in. And I think that when you, when you feel more confident, then I think that things like time management, you know, productivity, um, idea, you know, implementation, I think becomes easier as time progresses. Um, and I think that you just have to get, you have to get to that place where you're kind of rolling. Um, and so that's what I would say. That's not necessarily a day to day kind of 
you know, advice, but more like a, like a bigger picture kind of, you know, thinking. Um, but I do think it holds a lot, a lot of people who could be very successful. I hold, I think it holds a lot of people back. Right. And what would you say is the um, top three things to have a productive day that you need or you would suggest to people to, to do to have a, t- a productive day? Um, one, I think I, you already touched on them, but I just yeah. wanted to go. Over. I think that number one, you ha- I, written to do list somewhere. Right. <laughs> I think having I things agree. in your mind, is, and, oh, I, mean, I need to do this, that and the other is terrible. And it doesn't matter if it's on paper, if it's in a planner, it could be a Google doc, it could be in your, you know, Apple notes on your phone, but having a written list somewhere that says, okay, these are the things that I must get done. And then spending time actually thinking about what the priorities are and when you're going to be able to fit those things in, I think it's very important. And I think diving in and not procrastinating, (laughs) saying, okay, my day has started. I think it's one of the hard things about being an entrepreneur um, is that you don't have anyone necessarily looking over your shoulder, checking in on you. um, And you have to be motivated to attack that list. (laughs) Right. Especially the solopreneur. So you would say one, making the list, two, diving in. And then what would be the third time management or what would you think would be the most? No, I mean, I think that, I think that, um, that, prioritizing. I think looking at your to-do list and saying, where is, where is the biggest benefit going to come from and Mm -hmm. making sure that that doesn't get put off. There are a lot of things that you have to do. They're small things, but they're not really going to contribute to the bottom line. And then there are things that are big ticket items where if you do it, you're going to be moved forward. And if you don't, then you're going to be stuck where you are. And I think that knowing the difference between the small tasks that have to be done every day because they have to and the big ticket major priority items, I think that that is important to know um, for yourself and to define and to make sure that you're constantly making strides on those big ticket items and not putting them off to some later date. Because then you're just going to be like on a, you know, the, the hamster wheel, right? Just just taking care of whatever's in front of you, whatever's in front of you, but not actually going, um, you know, or moving or progressing like, like you could. Um, so every day, um, you know, or once a week or whatever you can afford, um, you know, the time to do it, make sure that you're, you're focusing on those high, high priority tasks. So one, uh, make a list, prioritize, and then dive in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And so what, what is the one thing that you always find time for in your day? I always to find, do. um, to do, to have my coffee. <laughs> always. Have your coffee. Always. I, th- I think that's a given. You wouldn't want that's to talk to me if I hadn't had coffee. No, it's, it, I think it's just the habit, right? Um, it's the habit right. of, do, of, 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 you know, starting the day. Um, I have started a, a practice of lighting a candle in the morning and saying a prayer of gratitude, like, this is my day, I'm given this gift, um, you know, uh, and, and I want to use it as best I can, that's I want to awesome. enjoy it. So yeah. I think, I think that that's something that, you know, taking moments and time to pause and just be grateful for what we have, um, I think is important. Um, I do find time to move my body. I do find time to exercise. I, I run. Yes. Um, I do yoga, I do weights, I, uh, if I'm feeling, you know, agitated, I have uh, kickboxing uh, <laughs> equipment, and right. I, will, I will have at it, like whatever it is that I need. Um, I think that having that as a daily ritual really helps kind of clear the energy and, 
and, uh, you know, and helps me actually be more productive, you know, um, makes me feel more alive and energetic and it, it, it's extraordinarily helpful. So I would suggest that every day. Um, and I, I find time to just relax. I think that relaxing, I think downtime, I think time that you're spending with your kids, time that you're spending with your husband or with a really good friend. Um, funny enough, as a side, um, whenever I go on a vacation, I always come back to more work. Always. It's, it's right. strange, like having that downtime, having time of rest, I think makes you, when you come back to your desk, when you come back to your computer, when you come back to your clients, when you come back to your work, I think you have so much more energy for it. And I think that that makes you better. Um, right. So so spending time working, but also really spending time, quality time taking care of yourself, taking care of your body, taking care of your relationships, you know, sitting on the couch with your feet up if you need to, I think makes the the time that you're working way more productive. So having personal time, whether it's exercise, but personal time that it's going to rest and it's going to revive you. I I 100% agree with you. I mean, although I do think my coffee is very important. Now, Courtney, (laughs) I know we're on lockdown, but if there was one place you could go on vacation, where would it be right Mm. now and why? Oh my gosh. Um, I uh, I tend to answer long form. So I've got two. I've got two vacations I would like to take. Um, one, I would like to, um, you know, maybe not now. The kids are, are a little small, but I really would love to take my boys on like an African safari. Um, oh, I think fun. that that would be so amazing and awesome and um, like nothing I've ever done before. Um, I would really like to, to do that at some point. Um, and two, I would love, love, love to get a villa in Italy with my husband, um, maybe, you know, the kids, <laughs> maybe, but maybe just like a little romantic, you know, getaway, um, eat some getaway. fantastic Italian food, drink some wine, relax. Um, I tend yes. to like vacations because work life is so busy and so planned and so um, intense that, you know, when I travel or when I go on vacation, when I even escape for like a long weekend, I want space. I want space and green and, you know, nothing really especially important to do. I'm not interested in seeing like 50 sites a day. I just want to like enjoy the sunset and eat some good food and, you know, walk in the sand or walk in the, in the pasture or whatever, you know, that, that's what I, that, that, that is refueling. Um, I think I think and I think everybody I think when this is all over I can't imagine how busy the airlines are going to be but people are going to want to go back and see family I think Mm -hmm. my number one trip would be Greece Courtney thank you so much for coming on this episode and talking about productivity there's nobody better than you to talk about you've been in real estate for 13 years you uh, do you wear so many different hats why don't you tell everybody where they can reach you uh, for your real estate needs and your writing as well where they can find your of course of course so um, for uh, residential real estate in Manhattan and Brooklyn, a little bit in Queens. Um, you can find me at uh, cooperandcooper.com. That's coopercooper.com. Um, and my bio and profile is there. Uh, and then for writing, for advice on organization and productivity and aligning your life and your vision, uh, you can find me at courtneyhopper.com. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for joining Women Solopreneur. We look forward to talking next week about how we can be more productive and how we can market ourselves. Thank you, Courtney. I hope you have a productive and wonderful day. 
You too, Paula. Thank you so much for having me on. Bye-bye.